Welcome to the Ben Don't Break podcast. We are powered by the Source Weekly, Ben's locally owned newspaper. This podcast is our eddy in the rushing waters of local journalism. We are glad that you're taking some of your time to listen to us chat with the people who shape our local community. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Remax Key Properties, a family-owned, full-service real estate brokerage specializing in residential, luxury, commercial, new construction, and ranch and land properties. Their new state-of-the-art facility at 42 Greenwood Avenue is a modern, collaborative space and the new home of the Ben Don't Break podcast recording studio. I am Aaron Schweitzer, publisher of The Source, and today we have John J. Graham Jr. <laughs> he is the new executive director of, of the Center for Business, Industry, and Professional Development at Central Oregon Community College. I hope you don't have to say that very often. Uh, yeah, it doesn't roll off the tongue, uh, <laughs> and it's uh, yeah, it's a mouthful. Yeah, but it but it's a mouthful around some great things. Right, that he we're accomplishing up there. The Small Business Development Center and leads workforce training and apprenticeship programs. His role also involves developing non-credit offerings in manufacturing. John's background includes senior leadership roles at Nike. Quicksilver and Speedo. He's the president of Mulrennan Consulting Group. That's correct. Focusing on small and medium business growth and leadership development. He's also a registered investment advisor and a SCORE mentor. A Boston College graduate, John and his wife Amy moved from Portland to Bend in 2019 after living in Portland for 30 years outside of work. John is a father of three and a new grandfather. He enjoys golf, skiing and angling, and being part of Central Oregon's outdoor lifestyle. You have been in the position 30 days? I started the uh, uh, January 2nd. And uh, the <laughs> ice and snow and I, everything? And that's, uh, I had, I believe, five snow days yeah, that were in, in, right. in, included within that. One, one of the days I actually, uh, I lived down in Northwest Crossing and uh, put on my... Uh, Put on my spikes and my and climbed up the hill to pick up a couple of things I left in the office because it was oh, closed. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, uh, that's a soft landing. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's true. That's true. The uh, so why were you interested in this position? What is it about it that excites you? Uh, I think it goes back to thank you by the way for uh, for that question. I think it goes back to uh, where I am in my life. So uh, 40 years of working, as, uh, as, as I've articulated with the, with the team at um, COCC, on the private side, um, ended up in Bend the 15th of March 2020 when COVID was declared. My family of three, my kids came home, lived with me for nine months, which was the best time of my life. Yeah. Uh, they eventually went back to uh, their lives. Uh, and I was semi-retired and searching for... Uh, the next way to really engage my energies. Mm-hmm. Um, I, as I articulate, you know, I love to golf and go for a run and ski and do those types of things, but I still had an itching for uh, being engaged. Uh, and then if you think about after 40 years, that engagement really is about building a legacy. And for me, when I think about my children and now my granddaughter, Mika, who's awesome, by the way, um, their ability to move from the places they live and come live in Bend uh, that's probably not going to happen in the future. Yeah. If you look out right now, that concerned me. And so I started to uh, poke around at uh, a lot of the EDCO meetings. I joined SCORE. Uh, I was always the guy who put the badge on and had a beer and kind of wandered about. Yeah. And they said, what are you doing, right? <laughs> and I, I would articulate a little bit about, I'm in the wealth management side, so I just do some um, 
uh, development on that side. But it, but my passion was how can I actually give back to this community and and perhaps make a difference. And so um, I uh, approached COCC. I sent them an, an email to create a leadership course through uh, what we call our, our professional development side of the business right. around leadership, development of the source, the soft skills of leadership. Okay. Uh, I had to create a curriculum, used AI to help me with that. Okay. Uh, I had to go up and pitch it to a, um, a consortium of uh, instructors, uh, and we hit it off. And uh, during that time, uh, um, one of the um, instructors said, hey, there's a role coming up that's changed from, uh, from the original uh, position that had been there. And when uh, it, it pops up, why don't you apply? So I talked to my wife, and she said, all right, you're going to go back to work uh, again <laughs> after 40 years. And I said, yeah, I, I think so. Let's see if I can get through the rigor. Um, three months later, I did. And I was offered the, uh, I was offered the job uh, in December, and I said, okay, let's start January 2. And now I'm in it. Without without diving too deep, uh, Nike, Quicksilver, Speedo. What did you do for them? How does that How does that transition to wanting to help CLCC students? Well, I think. Uh, well, first of all, it uh, did two things. It gave me. Um, I did a, a wide variety of different things in each of those roles. Uh, it gave me uh, a global perspective. I had an opportunity to work around the world with all of those companies. Okay. It gave me a perspective on. Um, the operational efficiency efficiencies of work. So I can I'm a sales and marketing person that understands. I can read a balance sheet. I can uh, manage a PNL. I can manage as best I can you know, sort of the the ups and downs of, of uh, HR cross functional engagement with others. Uh, perhaps maybe see the vision a little bit and build a plan towards it. And I was always held accountable for the bottom line. Uh, and success and failure was was aligned with that. And so um, that, along with uh, the ability to build relationships, meet challenges, and, and, and create really deep friendships, I think um, kind of set me up for the opportunity to bring those skills, I think they're skills, mm -hmm. attributes, life lessons, to sure. bear to uh, uh, the academic community uh, and um, see if I could be a uh, shift a force of shifting um, sort of the thinking, particularly as it, as it relates to the engagement of COCC in uh, workforce training. Well, you're kind of bucking that trend of if you can't do teach. Yeah, right. That's the other side. You've <laughs> yeah, been right. That's true. Yeah, I haven't used that joke. I'm not going to I'm not going to mention to my colleagues up there yet. Yeah. And then right. it goes a little further and yeah. goes a little further. Right. If I understand the position, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's multifaceted, but a lot of this is workforce training. I mean, it's stuff, the community's looking for people who are, you know, in the community now who are looking to retool. Do I have that right? Uh, you, you do. I think there's two parts to it, and this is something I've learned. So um, if you don't mind, I'll just I'll take you through sort of my yeah. responsibility. I know you've only been there 30, so. Uh, and I was given an org chart. Yeah. And now I'm learning. <laughs> and let's go back to your previous question about, well, how did you, you know, what, what skills do you bring? Yeah. There is no great onboarding process. I don't know one company that actually does it really well, right? We all talk about it's the, you know, it's the first door in and how you engage uh, your employees early and, and, and people realize what a great culture it is, but most are awful at it. Yeah. And we might hear about that a little bit later. Um, <laughs> like speed up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we won't, we won't say that. <laughs> Wonderful time, by the way. Yeah. Great, great, great organization. Um, so uh, CBIPD. 
encompasses and is housed at COCC. Uh, and part of it, part of what it, uh, the kind of the pillars that build that are first what we call a small business development um, group or a small business development center. And what we do is we offer one-on-one uh, advising for free for small business and entrepreneurs. In, in multiple languages, we can do it live, we can do it Zoom. So we have a cohort of advisors from around the community that are experts and um, uh, lend, not lend, drive device, uh, drive um, um, advice uh, to a whole variety of different uh, people in the, in the um, uh, uh, members in the I Central mean, Oregon community. I mean, quick segue, I long 25 years ago, one of my first stops when I got to the community when I was starting my own business. Started, really? Went up to COCC, met with the president, got got a ton of materials, gave me the, you know, at that point, the packet. Sure. That yeah. I needed yeah. To fill right. Out that's right. My business, that's right. If I right. needed a business plan. Yes. And, yep. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know how well I followed it, but uh, that's where I started. Well, it, the opportunity for to have uh, somebody like that come alongside any entrepreneur uh, is invaluable. Absolutely. Um, the other, the next piece of that is we also do on campus. Uh, personal, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, professional development. So leadership roles, um, uh, roles to manage time effort, stand o- standard operating procedures, uh, uh, basic bookkeeping, those types of things. So a wide variety of activities take place each day and evening on the campus uh, to a wide variety of different um, possible businesses, entrepreneurs in the community. And it's not just here in Bend, it's uh, in Madras, in Prineville, uh, and out in Redmond. Well, you got the new Madras. Yeah, which is there, so you're going to have probably have more mm-hmm. outreach there. I would expect. Uh, yes, uh, the other piece of it is that workforce training, and we do workforce training for both the private and public sectors of Central Oregon. Uh, some of it is free, some of it is uh, uh, paid for, and it's really uh, we do two things. First, we adapt to the needs of the community based on what the community comes back and asks us for. Right, so we'll right. we'll build the. Uh, We'll build a curriculum. We'll find the instructors. Uh, we'll do a level of what we call certification in some instances uh, of um, what that would look like. So the idea that if you're a student that would come in and take this course, two things could happen. Um, if it's pre-apprenticeship, you're learning uh, about a skill. And then if it's apprenticeship, you're actually being paid to learn that skill and then have an opportunity to actually have a job when that skill or that certificate is achieved. That's a I'm glossing over all the, the, the level of details and the work that people do <laughs> right. to kind of give you that sure. perspective. Um, the other piece of it is um, the relationship with uh, Redmond and what we call our MATC, which is the um, – uh, we're gonna, we're talking about a revitalization of some of the, uh, uh, the facilities out that way as well. Okay. So all of these pieces line up to um, sort of engaging the community wherever they're needed. Is retirement looking more and more appealing? As uh, yeah. These well, little acronyms uh, lined one up. Of, one of the things that my wife and I we used to buy that we'd buy the ski pass for you know and the weekends, but being uh, the classic bend, you know, yeah. make sure you put your oh, blinker you on when you go around the circle. Now we don't we don't go up on the weekends. It was only during the week. Absolutely. I made that mistake. I have to work I have, uh, <laughs> during the week. So my wife kind of looks at me a little bit and says, "Are you well, still we, loving it?" Well, we talked a little bit uh, when you first came in about AI. It's all a buzz. You yeah. were just over at the Eco. Mm-hmm. Uh, luncheon and they were talking about it there in the role that you're playing it's got to be on uh people tip of people's tongues as they come in Mm -hmm. what are your what are your thoughts about that and and how it might impact the way you begin to 
work within your position? Uh, I think it goes back to some of the things we talked about a little bit earlier. Um, am I hopeful or am I in despair that this is going to change uh, the future workforce and our engagement with the community in a way that uh, is irreparable? I'm hopeful. Yeah. Uh, I think that, and, and sort of what I'm learning, what I'm engaging with in the communities that we're, we're talking to, the opportunity to be, uh, to uh, sort of have those mundane tasks taken care of, which will allow people to dig deeper into um, the real work, work that they love. Here's a key point that was brought out this, uh, this, the, at uh, lunch today. Um, majority of the workforce, particularly the millennial workforce, um, uh, in the future will be working either for themselves uh, or with a small cohort of people. The idea of what the life I went through, start 40 years ago, and we might have a couple of different moves along the way, but, you know, the company yeah. man with the gold watch yeah. uh, is over. Yeah. And so what is the new, what does the future look like? Uh, AI is um, going to help kind of bring that to bear with the opportunity to engage it and, and at a level where you don't have to have tons of capital and tons of people. Uh, you just got to be really efficient as you're starting to build out your business. I mean, what I've been struck with is, and I and I got a little of this from my son, who's uh, um, he's graduating. He's a graphic designer yep. and animation, mm -hmm. and you know that's a field that's definitely being impacted by programs like Dolly and and all these sure. others where you can get images. But their program at his school had classes where they had to create art with AI. Mm -hmm. They had integrated into the program. He was having none of my fear and dread about, you know, AI coming. I mean, they were already pretty forward thinking mm -hmm. about the way that uh, it affected their positions and the way they were going to move with it. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't say I'm I'm wholly on the optimistic side. I said somewhere in the middle. I could certainly see a lot of the dangers. But um, talking to some of the young people who I, I certainly have more fear for than I do an yes, older under, yep, I understand. Someone like me yeah. is on moving yeah, out. Like right, that's yeah. going to be your problem. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, they were pretty optimistic. Mm -hmm. Pretty, pretty. I, I think, and and I found that is like you know a lot of um, young people I talk to about this kind of thing uh, feel pretty positive, or or they they don't have the dread. Whereas uh, the older you get, the more you like you do, young kids don't understand how change is hard, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. And that's what's coming, and so. Uh, that's got to be something you're going to be, you know, dealing with young people. And yes, it, it's the uh, it's the idea of uh, transformation and change. And again, goes back to hope and fear, right? and, and yeah. where you stand in that. Here's the one thing we do know. This was a statement made at lunch today, eating a rubber chicken. One hundred percent of us will be impacted yeah. by AI. So right. pretend it's not happening, or boo and hiss and hope it goes away, but it's not. Yeah. So it, 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 so the, I, I'm on the hope side. Uh, I've always been that type of person. And so I see it as a great opportunity to reach out, particularly as you think about the, uh, the community college organization, which is aligned to be open to everyone, access easy. Let's yeah. do all the right stuff for people to get them in yeah. the pipeline. It doesn't necessarily have to be four years of education, but let's begin to train you now on a uh, on a couple of things that get you uh, get you going uh, down uh, down the workforce path, meaning the ability to show up every day on time with a little bit of uh, pep in your step, the ability to have some basic um, uh, 
basic skills of curiosity, uh, uh, joy, engagement, right? And then also think about uh, what you want to do. And as you move along, you'll be able to upskill, engage differently uh, as, as the need arises. Right. So that's, and I think that AI will allow that through the technology side of, of, of what's going to, uh, what will be taken care of, and also the ability to um, get away from the administrative task and have more of us work on the outreach to others yeah. and start to figure out what's the best curriculum, what's the best way to build a workforce uh, um, uh, training for this particular person that's looking to do this particular thing in their life. That's how I see it. I see, I see it opens up a whole new way of, of uh, operating. Well, shifting gears just a little bit, when you, for someone of your background, I mean, I con, I, community colleges have been a big, big part of my early mm-hmm. education, life transition stuff. We won't go into that fully, but, uh, you know, they, <laughs> and play, look where a, you are now, they right? play a vital role in, Absolutely. Uh, in, in the gaps that can happen with four-year institutions. Sure. And, um, but for someone with your breadth of experience and, and for people who haven't been through a, a community college environment, um, why the attraction to that kind of environment? I mean, I think that a lot of people, um, you know, there's OSU Cascades and there's COCC's role. Um, COCC's role is a lot more, or I don't, I want, I don't want to say more, but it's integrated right. into, like you were saying, the business aspects and these more practical functions. Does that have an appeal, or why step into that when you could have stepped into board leadership or other things like that? Uh, because uh, Politics is local. <laughs> That's my politics my is local. If you want something, right. if you want, right. if you want your, your piece of uh, sidewalk that's been damaged by the the snowplow fixed, you got to dig deep and you got to call a couple of numbers and have somebody come out and both sit there and scratch your head and look at it. And go, you're going to fix that, and he's going to tell you you're going to pay for it. And you're going to say, well, I don't know if I want to do that. Right. So let's sort of work through that. So uh, as I use it as an example, I think that for me hands-on engagement at that, at that COC level was actually invaluable to me. So two things. I can walk up the hill. Yeah. I can hear the bells ringing each hour when they chime. And my ability to actually have an impact immediately, I think, um, uh, really appealed to me. And, and, I, and I saw that as a, as a great opportunity. Uh, it isn't for the pay. Uh, the benefits are fantastic, by the way, the benefit <laughs> side of it, right? Sure, um, sure. If I stick around long enough, I become yep. a PERS member of some level, right? If you can imagine right. uh, yeah. those types of things. But again, not, not the reason why. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, uh, it, I do, I'll answer your question in, in another way, which I found out over the, cost, the, the, over the last month. I went in with an idea and sort of this bias of the moonshot. Here's what I can do. Yeah. 40 years, name all those great brands. I led yeah. teams. I, I, I've delivered appropriately. I've won and lost, and I kind of know how to, how to operate that way. But numerous times, my teammates who are awesome would bring me back and go, think about who you serve. That young person that's mm-hmm. coming out of high school that isn't going to go to college, doesn't necessarily have the, both the, uh, the uh, uh, financial wherewithal, Home life could be uniquely different. Just hasn't had the the wonderful life that I did growing up. That oh. says this is the path you're going to take. Right. You got to begin there. And so when you begin there, um, it's a great place to start uh, to to think about. Well, let's just get you. Let's get you in the process. Let's get you thinking about what you what could be. Let's support you. 
Let's find out all the let's let, let's do the best we can to find out all the reasons why you keep saying I can't. Right. And then begin to start to take them on that journey. Then you go deep into the idea of the actual employer who today would say, I got to get people to show up on time. They've got to be able to, to read a, uh, you know, a ruler, do the basic math, and yeah. show up the next day. And the first question you ask, well, how are you treating your people? Well, I don't worry about that. Okay. So there's the other half of it, right? right. Great businesses start right. to build up because they get all types of uh, you know, uh, actual business in the pipeline. But how you treat people for the long term is invaluable in itself. And yeah. so that sort of soft skill yeah. is very, very important as well. So when you start seeing those pieces sort of put together, uh, I thought it was a great place to put my energies. Yeah. And so that's, I hope that answered your question. That's it what does. I, I find it fascinating when it, it, you know, all the, all the stories are small guy yeah, get, yeah. goes big and, yeah. and, you know, stays big and retires right. a multimillionaire and is out of here. You well, know? And it, I, I love the cycle. I love the, Coming back, and, I, I'm upskilling. I have I'm a I'm a New Yorker by trade, so all my buddies and family, my six brothers and sisters, they're all like, I, "We're retiring, <laughs> and you're going back to work." Right. And so they have to hear my dissertation I just articulated to you about that whole side of it. But again, they're you know they're New Yorkers and they think Oregon's below California, right? <laughs> right. And Europe's closer yeah. on visit and those types is, of things. Yeah. Know, always rains. Yeah, yeah it always rains, and it, it doesn't. And so I'm, I, I send them pictures all the time, and when it, of all the beauty, and just keep yeah. saying, "Come on, there's a moment in time yeah. to, to come visit." You mentioned a little bit um, that you got here just before the pandemic, mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and you're fortunate there, I think, because I, I meet oceans of people who needed the pandemic to get here yeah first. right right um seminal moment shift big right. shift in the in, yeah. in the world right and they flee now mm -hmm. there's plenty of them who are like waking up to the fact that what did i where did i land why am i here and they're <clears throat> running i find a lot of them running back to places like san francisco but for those that stick and had the seminal moment um it's just a fascinating trend mm -hmm. that, uh and you got here first, so mm -hmm. you had your you were set for it. Well, I do. Have, I have some uh, friends. Have and I don't hear most people say it was a great time in their life. <laughs> and they're so grateful. Oh, I do. Well, know. think about it. Once I had my my family all out of school, all U of O grads. Go Ducks! I have to make mm -hmm. sure I give that to them. Uh, and they all came back. Some with significant others. We had a marriage take place that got canceled, and it, it took place in the backyard for just six of us. And uh, FaceTiming our, our, the other family in Australia and those types of moments. Okay. But think about it. Every evening I had a meal. Yeah. And imagine what was going on at that time in the world. Yeah. Had the opportunity to be uh, engaging with my kids where uh, for 10 years I hopped on an airplane on Sunday night, came back, you know, Friday night, yeah. in, you know, as best I could. So it was really a moment to kind of engage yeah. with them at a level that I had. And that's why... I saw it as just uh, wonderful, and when they all left, it was a hole. Yeah, and that this is how I'm. This is sort of how I, I started to fill the hole, if you can imagine, <laughs> going back to work. Right, they're right. taking Social Security and going back yeah. to work. So. That's good for you. Um, anything that we're reaching the end of our our chat here? Is there anything that I'm skipping, or you want to discuss? No, I, I think. Um, President Chesley did a state of the college for the first time in a, in, in a couple of years, mm -hmm. uh, just a few weeks ago. And one of the call-outs was really around a key strategy, which I am a, I have to help lead and build, which, I, uh, which I'd love to do. I engage a, a variety of my teammates in it, is this development of workforce training and its value in the Central Oregon community. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
that means there's there's money, there's time, effort, senior leadership is uh, is is behind it. So it's a great opportunity. I call it sort of a workforce. It isn't 2.0. It's going to be 5.0 as it aligns with a whole bunch of different things. So as we're as we're uh, as we are engaging in that, I'm learning a little bit more. I've learned from my uh, teammates um, sort of the next steps. Uh, I'd love to come back and give you an update oh, and let you know awesome. where, where that yep. fits in the big scheme of things, yep. right? Because uh, we're we're engaged with Edco, the Chamber of Commerce, all the great players that are shaping the uh, shaping the future of um, Bend in Central Oregon, yep. and uh, and uh, I, I just it'd be great to do these checkups every oh, once in a while about where great. we're. we're where we're headed. Well, we're such a dynamic market. I mean, I'm sure you'll have tons of war stories to yeah, right. tell I'm us even forward to in it. six <laughs> months. So. Uh, well, John, thank you very much for, for coming and spending this time with us. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. You've been listening to the Ben Don't Break podcast powered by The Source Weekly. To read, hear, and see more of what we do, go to bensource.com.